When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Quick Snap Podcast. Tonight we've been lucky to be joined by Robson from Jags Across the Pond. He runs the Twitter side of their uh, their podcast slash social media empire. How you doing, Rob? You are right? Really good. Uh, pleasant to be on, guys. Talk some NFL. Yeah, well, we'll see how pleasant it is at the end. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we oh, have... thanks. Great bigging us up then. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you know what? You know what? It's a, it's a laugh. So uh, we've got Brett, as always. Brett is like the one that's on every single podcast, as always. Always makes it. Um, unfortunately, Scott's still not with us. He's um, in America still, isn't he, Brett? He's still in America? Couldn't tell you. I don't have a tracker on him. I think he's still uh, either either he's still <laughs> you know? there or he's on his way back. So one of the two. Uh, and Tom's just doing Tom Tom's things. Tom's lazy. So, yeah. Um, okay, so you've been very lucky to have your team play in London twice in two weeks. I know I know the Jags are the London team, but twice in two weeks is pretty cool. Have you been to any of the games? Have you? So obviously we've got the Bills coming this weekend, which I am going to. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm not long become a father, so uh, was tired. Congratulations! With, thank you. Yeah, so tired with some family stuff uh, this weekend. Just gone, so um, okay. try to stay. Because me, me and my partner are both going to the game Sunday, and she's actually a Bills fan who we're playing. So oh, amazing, um, amazing! I thought, wow. I'd, I thought I'd get some brownie points in before it all just kick <laughs> off on Sunday when we. Well, I don't think we'll win, uh, and there'll be a lot of tears and handbags probably. But yeah, so yeah. been that one so far. But um, Jamie, who um, who co-hosts with me, he went to. To the game, um, so it was a great atmosphere. Said it was pretty electric, and it's. It, I think it's been it's been rated as probably the the most Jags fans at a Jags game in the UK. It, it, was, it was wild. It was yeah. Wild. So we um we went last year against the Broncos, and that was that was the first time they've done a, a Jags event. It's not an NFL event; it's a Jags event, and it was yeah. it was a sea of orange everywhere. I felt like it was like a few teal shirts pot, like spotted about in the crowd amongst a load of orange. So yeah, it was, it was, it was last year at Wembley. I went with a Broncos fan. So, um, yeah, I could tell that there was a lot of Broncos fans last year. This year, it seemed 
a lot of teal fans, but they also seem like a lot of uh, Jags fans disguised as um, well, not Jags fans, but NFL fans disguised as uh, red chairs. (laughs) Eighty-five thousand people apparently went, but um, no, I didn't get the chance to go this year. Unfortunately, I got the chance to get to any of them. We went, um, and I've only been to two in the UK. So the last time we went, went to the Falcons versus the Jets at the Spurs Stadium. And the Wembley experience is like tenfold. It's so much better. Yeah. Um, the tailgate situation in the underground car park they have there mm-hmm. is just immense. Yeah, um, so they took it to a level this year, actually, because obviously last year it was just an NFL shop. And I right. thought they could a lot more with the space, but it seemed to be a lot more going on this year from people that had it's, it's amazing. It, it was it would it gone up by so like tenfold, I think, and it was it was brilliant for everyone that was there. There's at the NFL shop, there's a few of them, but if you go to the, the actual fanatics one, actually up the stairs, that queue's nowhere near what it is. Uh our friend Tom went in the other queue and he was there for two and a half hours. So avoid that if you can. Uh, <laughs> and there's a there's the thing called the beers and the beers and bites, which is the underground yeah, like yeah. thing. Oh, that that was honestly that was next level. So <laughs> I, it it was I was because I'm a Seahawks fan. And we I wore the Seahawks jersey and my two friends are Falcons fans and my wife wore the uh, Giants jersey. So there was quite a few other fans there too. But you notice that all the other fans that from other teams were supporting the Jags still. Mm, okay. Only it was only the Falcons fans that were supporting the Falcons. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Is your missus a Giants fan? She doesn't watch the NFL, but we went to New York. We got engaged there. We got oh, okay. Yeah, it's so good saying. she's not watching. It's so good she's not watching them at the moment. I, no, I was going to say Monday well, we, night would have been well, fun. So honestly, <laughs> we were sat next to Pez, who does the um, we talk Seahawks. seriously. Yeah, because Pez came with us. Because I got, I got. We had two wow. tickets, so I said to him, oh, do, you want to, "Do you want these tickets?" He said, "Yeah, I'll take them." So Pez and his wife were there, and uh, yeah. he so thought cool. he thought my wife was an actual Giants fan. So he's like, "You won't be wearing that jersey after Monday." <laughs> <laughs> and Amy's like, "What's Monday?" <laughs> she hasn't got a clue. So yeah, that was fun. Um, okay, we'll 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 jump straight in then. So as I told you before the podcast, we have a little run through of rather than go through every single game, we just basically say favorite player, favorite play, and. Uh, yeah, and favorite team, team of the week, team of the week. Yeah, so uh, as you're the guest, we'll let you start with your favorite team. We'll go first, and we'll move around. So, uh, I think I think of the week. Um, for me, I think there's a lot uh, a lot spoken about. Obviously, the Lions this year. I think um, besides my team, I think the Jags and the Lions are probably very uh, par on par in terms of over the years they've done nothing, and they're starting to come into contention of mainstream media across the across. The, I think America definitely, and obviously over here also. But uh, to go into Lambeau again and, and and get a big win like they did, and looked like a proper football team, I thought, which was which was great. And I've always been a bit of a anti Jared Goff guy, but he seems to be doing a fair bit with that that offense, keeping it together. And obviously, if you're a fantasy fan, I had David Montgomery on my bench at the weekend, who who got about thirty five points, so um, he had a bit of a day. So that was a, that's a bit of an ice on the cake. But yeah, for me, they went in there, sealed the deal on that one. And, they're looking pretty strong, really, and they've got a lot of momentum behind them. I had Nico Collins on my bench, and he scored like 56 points. Yeah. <laughs> I still won the matchup, but it was just like one of those things that was like, you just you, you just hate to see it. <laughs> if, if you lost, then it was just like, oh. Sick it. Absolutely sick it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've... I always like pick a team like like I pick the Browns, pick the Jets, pick the Lions, and I'm all aboard like the the hype. And they are the hype team, aren't they? So I am all aboard. I, I do like the team, so I, I do agree. Um, I would say my team of the week would have been the Cowboys. 
just because it was oh, a complete. Massive. Yeah, I watched a, that game live with that was uh, a flex. with Matt. And he's yeah. a Patriots fan. Oh, that's good. Oh, it was good. Devastated good. to watch. You know what? It's like, about he, time. It's about time they had this like this struggle. To be fair, the Christian Gonzalez and Matt Judon injuries are yeah, they're massive for them. They are huge. Mass- and I mean, Gonzo is like yeah, one of the top corner top corners in the NFL period. Nice great rookie corner, I think, through yeah. I think it was, which and by a mile as well. I think. Yeah, him they, and they've just got JC Jackson back, haven't they? Yeah, they traded for him yesterday. Whether he can play or not with his court issues and whatever, but no, no, no. I think they cleared. Oh, did they? I didn't know if he had that. Pretty uh, sure they've cleared. Um. Anyway, yeah, the, the Cowboys were just a flex after after a bit of a hiccup the week before. I think this was like, uh, no, we are still a team to be reckoned with this year. So watch yeah. us flex. And yeah, it's always fun against the Patriots. Uh, I'm going to stay in Texas, and I'm going to break Robson's heart here, and I'm going to say the Houston Texans. Two weeks in a row, they've broken my heart, mate. Don't you worry about that. Um, (laughs) Remember what Scott said in the off-season, in the pre-season, about CJ Stroud? Yeah. He might be legit. He might might actually be an Ohio State quarterback that's doing well. He looks looks very good. The fact that, well, I, I think we spoke about it last week on our pod where He'd not been sacked yet. So I was like, you've got to get sacked eventually. They were playing a load of third stringers on their O-line. Yeah. Just, and our pass rush was just non-existent. He was so accurate with the ball. And he, he throws a good deep ball as well, which I don't think, obviously, he, I think it just shows like, the, the savviness that he's got uh, within the pocket. And I think he's got a great coach in Dominic Rise that's going to help him there, I think. He's had a good defense, I think, which is what they will have. So he could yeah. manage that, I think. But yeah, yeah. That's, has, that's not that's not being legit. Has he been sacked yet? Because they did play TJ Watt and yeah, I think I sacked. Steelers. Yeah, I think was one, I think, but I can't off the top of my head. But yeah, as you say, like, TJ Watt coming to town. Must have yeah, I was going to say. But yeah. I, think, I think he handled pretty well, but yeah, yeah he, does look, he does look really good. And the fact they're two and two now is even worse for me as well. So, yeah. I was going to say, but that, that, the whole team, <laughs> the whole situation, like we were speaking about it in the off-season, and I said that the Texans might, like, play five I said five six wins and yeah. they're gonna keep games close. I didn't think they'd be like this <laughs> good looking. They are playing a good looking brand of football. Yeah they are. And it, it might just... be exciting it might be exciting year for them. Which is which is like yeah. there's no pressure. There's no pressure this year at all. It's what well, there is kind of. No, I don't think there is. There like, is the no. draft pick they had to send to Arizona for the first third overall pick so i think there was that kind of pressure but there wasn't any pressure to succeed immediately no, yeah so you've got me. you've got rookie rookie quarterback there's yeah. no pressure to go and immediately succeed he can go and have fun and he is having fun so good for him so long as it didn't look terrible yeah exactly yeah, yeah. um okay so rob have you got your player of the week player of the week for me uh i can't really look past him at the minute but uh christian mccaffrey for me uh right <laughs> baller I've got a. I was watching the the late game with a with a Niners fan at the weekend, and I said, if you keep him healthy, it's great. And I think he got to got to half time. It's still relatively close, but he stayed in the game. I, th- I think they're going to try and push him to get around 1,800, 2,000 yards rushing. I think. I think that's what they want to try and do with him. Yeah, I, I can see it now. I know that um, Carl Shanahan's dad, Mike, had um, Terrell Davis that ran for two thousand, like in the nineties. I could see it being the same thing. And I think myself. <laughs> but then for me, he's got such an injury history, and I don't know. They come out in the press and they go, yeah, we're going to manage him. So if he's 
got 150 yards at the half and a couple of touchdowns. Like, why is he in the game? But he he played pretty much right till the end. And it was kind yeah. of like my mate was sitting there biting his nails because he knows how fragile he can be. But with the way they operate on the offense, he, it's just like big holes you could fit a double ducker bus through. So for me, I think he he's just unreal. I think there was a stat somewhere that he's on pace for 2,500 scrimmage yards. It's a joke, but Which, then yes. so likely, I think, in, with that offense. It's, it's <laughs> scary. Absolutely it's... scary. Like, I think he's averaging like 5.86 yards a carry. That's stupid. That's... Like, how do you scheme against that as a, as a DC? I, I don't know what you do with he's... that. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> no. It's like Derek Henry crossed. I don't even know which running back you could pick because there's so many. Like Derek, the de- the bowling ball like just runs straight through you of Derek Henry and just the shiftiness, the life right, the uh, lateralness. It's pretty much BJ the Robinson. perfect running back. Mm. Robinson is pretty similar. He's just playing with a terrible, terrible team. Hey, it is what it is. Right, is go on. <laughs> I'll go. I'm gonna go Zach Wilson. He's not the best player of the week, but I think. Yeah. Mentally, to come back from, like the the like one of your team's heroes saying, "Get rid of him," you know, everyone everyone's there, like saying to him, "Like you aren't you aren't the guy, you aren't the guy," and to come out against the Chiefs and probably only just lose that game, and it was quite controversial anyway. Um, fair play, he may not have won, but fair play. That was that must have shown uh, shown that team that he was there to stay. So fair play. Pretty impressed with that. I was going to say, it was a strange Monday night football. I mean, obviously, uh, some woman named Taylor was in the audience. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if you know about this, but apparently there was some, now, some woman in the audience um, they cut to after the first touchdown. But <laughs> yeah, um, even, when he doesn't, even when he doesn't score a touchdown, they cut to. I was going to say it was Pacheco that scored the first touchdown. Yeah. But, but, but every time she's on the screen, they boo her now, which is just great. It's just like she's got this heat behind her now where like, yeah. she's coming to a, into an NFL world and it's like, what are you doing just because you're dating one of the well, he's best tight ends in the league? But yeah. uh, It's going to get too far soon, isn't it? It's going to get a bit, like, a bit aggressive. Too much. Uh, I'm going to say Khalil Mack. I don't think he could say anyone else. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair. Six sacks. He, he looked yeah. powerful. Wow. I think... What was it? The stat that came out while I was watching Red Zone, um, or sadly Neil Reynolds, and it was he had six sacks, which is double the amount that the Chicago Bears have. Yeah, which is just insane. I we played when, a, when uh, I heard it, I was just like, "That's not true. He's not got six sacks." We played in the IDP league, and I played Brett this year, this, this week. And um, have you got I, clear mark? I had clear mark on the bench. Ooh. Oh. God, I know I lost, but I was like, okay. I, still, I still beat you. Okay, I had Bobby yeah, Wagner. I know. I'm 0-4 <laughs> in that league. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm devastated. He got 77 points. That might bench. be like, that's swear that's a record. <laughs> it better be because he's on my bench, which is fantastic news. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> Rob, let's go with play of the week. For me, I think in terms of the situation and, and what this player's done, um, and he had a good... I'm just looking at his stats now before I just say his name, but um, I kept a close eye, obviously, all the AFC South games this week. Uh, yeah. And obviously, the Colts were looking pretty done um, at a point they came back into it. But for me, you've got someone like uh, Puka Nakua, who had nine receptions and three yards, could be player of the day. 
But all of those pretty much came in the first half. And then yeah. the second half, they kind of tightened him up. And to get, he kind of found a bit of a hole in the zone. And, and I think it's his first touchdown in the league, which is massive considering yeah. how many yards yeah. he's already put up in the league. I think yeah. that's a great. And it just shows, for me, what Sean McVay can do in terms of finding ways to get him the ball. Obviously, Matt Stafford's class when he's healthy. Um, yeah. And to do that, I think it's just the icing on the cake for him because he's been without doubt, definitely the Wookiee Rye receiver of the, of the first quarter of the year, effectively. Um, yeah. I think he's probably he, he might he might run away with it if he keeps up until probably week eight or nine. So yeah. for me, I'm going to go with him pretty on that basis of of what he's brought in, him and uh, obviously unknown to now being very well recognised. Yeah, baller. Yeah, fair, yeah, fair play. I mean, he kind of had to, didn't he? He, he, he was well, actually no, he didn't have to because everyone thought, oh shit, they're they're going to be they're going to be screwed for the first few games, and then Everybody after he balled out so the first. Bad. Yeah, yeah, we all we all did. And after the first game, we thought, "Oh shit, we've made a mistake here." And then he he kind of proved us all wrong. Didn't he for the first few weeks? So fair play to him. Um, so that was your play of the week, the touchdown. Um, I'm I'm going to be a bit of a homer, and I'm going to oh. say, uh, the uh, Witherspoon pick six. I'm going to say a different pick I six. That was on. that was just that was. Goal line pick six, ninety-seven yards. That is that's pretty baller. I could have picked. I want to make a mention, by the way, to Bijan Robinson's Duke against the Jags. That was you... just Mate, even I got happy when I saw that. Oh. I was, was that like, yours? Oh, Brett. And I was like, what it was, is this? It was <laughs> either that or oh. the um, Jags. Well, the sequence on the Jags on the Falcons back-to-back drives. Where Ritter got pick six and then picks again. Yeah, yeah. They would, and then almost picks again, again. on the next Falcons drive. I mean, the Falcons. That... We had we had two Falcons stand in front of us from Georgia, and he was like, they were buzzing when they saw that Duke, and then afterwards when that pick six went in, he was just sat in his seat and he would not speak to anyone. <laughs> and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, nope. No. <laughs> so the Jacks are pretty good. I think I think they make make it hard for themselves sometimes, but they do. yeah, we are worth downfall definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Brett, are you trying to go with you going? I'm going to go with Bijan because that was just one of the nastiest cuts and jukes. Yeah, it was very good. Oh, a long time, but yeah. like who who was the was it uh, Chad Moomer? Uh, Chad Moomer, yeah, who yeah, became the first start this year. So poor lad, yeah, exactly, <laughs> poor lad, because right. um. Devin Lloyd wasn't there. He was injured, yeah. is he? Not yeah, he, again. He, he had surgery on a broken thumb or something like that, I think. So, so that for a bit. Yeah. Okay. Right, we'll move on to our games and we'll try and get them through quickly because obviously we spent a bit, a bit of time talking about last week's games. So, uh, Bengals at Cardinals. We, our, our aim on these, by the way, Rob, is not to pick like absolute whitewashes. It's more like mm-hmm. a, a closer game. And you would have thought before the season this would have been like a, a whitewash game, but it's actually going to be quite a close game after the starts they both had so um would have been talking Broncos Dolphins wide wash yeah 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 you would have normally <laughs> wouldn't you but, um ha, I don't actually know where to go I'm a little bit stuck so come on you can't bet against the Bengals like Bengals have been I, have been hot shit for the first four games of the season do you think they should have benched Burrow yes they should like, benched him after week one and let him put recover. him on IR yeah, let him recover. You made a mistake. It just sums up a team that's so reliant on the fact they've paid him such a bag of money to then go, yeah. oh, we can't sit on IR for the first four weeks. We have to get him out there, which is just, it's, it's working against them at the moment, isn't it? That's the problem. Yeah. But it's the fact that they're not 
living with Joe Mixon as well. Like, oh, the offensive line I is terrible. I haven't seen Joe Mixon play. Like, it, a, a Joe Mixon highlight reel this year. It just seems like they've, they've gone, oh, we don't have him. Where's he be, gone? It's, it's going to go two ways this game. They could actually take it all out on the Cardinals or they could just think again. I don't, I don't think they're going to win a close game. I don't think oh, they're 247 yards on 59 attempts and one touchdown. That's terrible. For Joe Mixon. Um, okay. Uh, just, you can't predict Cardinals. I can, actually. And well. I'm going to go 17-24. Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. He's gone and done it. Bear in mind, I was going to say, Dobbs. it's in State Farm. Mm. So, I mean, that, that, makes, that makes no difference to my decision, even if it was anyone else. <laughs> no, I was just saying, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Michael, shout out Michael Wilson as well from last week. He scored two, his first two touchdowns. Um, yeah, I think he did, yeah. That was against the Niners. And he, yeah. Stanford actually producing NFL talent for once. Mm-hmm. Um, Go on, Rob, what would you, you say? I'm just looking at the betting lines. They've got Bengals two and a half point favourites. I think it will be that close. I, I'm thinking something like 21-17 Bengals for me. I still think they'll get over the line. Yeah. Um, but, but, but the Cardinals are sticking around. They're not tanking, I don't think, although it's hard to say that in this league. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I don't think yeah definitely. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 24-21. Um, I know that you said that the Cardinals aren't tanking. Maybe they should for Caleb Williams, but they've still got Kyler Murray to come back. That's, that's the so, big problem. Yeah. Um, but I just don't see what... If the, if the Bengals lose this, then Zach Taylor's job is on searing hot coals. He he is going to be feeling the heat. Let's from hope so. All sides. Let's hope so for the Bengal for the Bengals. See, because <laughs> he is smelly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, and you know what? The Cardinals are quite Taylor. fun to watch. The Cardinals are quite fun to watch. Um, mm. Right. We'll we'll move on to. In fact, you know what? We're going to do the London game last because you can have a bit of a say about that. Then we'll move on to the Jets at Broncos. Another game which we probably would have thought would have been closer before the season with Sean Payton coming to the Broncos and the Jets having an all-star team. And Nathaniel Hackett. Turns out the Jets have now got Zach Wilson and the Broncos have got Sean Payton still, who stinks of shit. Sean Payton was meant to be this all-star coach. and He kind of has. I think he's done nothing. Russ isn't the problem now. Russ no, has been very good. He's done. He's done his bit so far. They said they dumbed down the offense. They, they dumbed it down for Russ. But if you're a coach that comes in and you know that you paid so much for your quarterback, you build the offense around him. You don't build it around what you think you want, and then make him learn it. Yeah, I was you say, say to him, right, what, 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 what works for you, mate? Right, okay, let's build it around that then. And I think he's got two more years. Was it a fully guaranteed? He got so he's got yeah, like two yeah. more years anyway. So it's kind of like he's not going anywhere anytime soon. So it's yeah. the defense that's letting him down, right? Which was not bad last year or the year before. Obviously, when Vitvangio was a solid defense, obviously they traded some pieces. But yeah, I think last year. Well, I mean, they got rid of Randy Gregory in the week. Yeah, they just straight up, straight up cut Randy Gregory like five hundred seventy million. Yeah. Well, okay. Last year it was just like, (laughs) oh yeah, okay, see the bit. (laughs) He'll go back somewhere. Focusing on young players, but like last year and the year before, you were saying the defense was if they had a quarterback like Russell Wilson in twenty twenty one. They would have been incredible. The defense was top quarter of the league, maybe top. Right. Yeah. Well, I I thought they'd do Five? well this year because of that. I thought they'd do well because the the defense was actually not the issue, and I thought Peyton would sort the offense out. But it turns out 
what he's done is go walk in and make it all a bit uh, hot steaming. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 24-21 to the Jets. <clears throat> I think... Who falls on the sword first, Vance Joseph or Sean Payton? Well, I think Vance Vance. Joseph. Yeah. yeah. His team got blown out 70 points to 20. <laughs> Doesn't matter what Sean Payton does, it isn't going to get worse than that. It can. <laughs> it can't, mate. It cannot. Surely it can't. Oh, God. Oh, I mean... There have been messages know. going around the league after that game. Like, don't you fucking dare embarrass any of us like that again. <laughs> <laughs> All these head coaches are like, don't you dare do that to us. Uh, Rob, how are you saying it, mate? Uh, I've got the same sort of views as you. I think the Jets have got a great defence um, for me. So, uh, Zach Wilson showed promise again on... on was it Monday? Yeah, well, like Sunday night. So Sunday he, got, night. He, got, he, got, he got better and better and better. Um, obviously, he, the big clips have come out saying, oh, it was his fault and all that. All that clip. Uh, I feel sorry for him. But I think if they if they let him run the offence and stop like dumbing it down for him, because I think he's got some talent. He can use his legs and whatnot. Obviously, he's not Aaron Rodgers. But uh, I think there's too much going on with Denver at the minute, um, although they've got the win at the weekend. I'm going 27-17 Jets. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm going to be on my own here. I'd like. Yeah. You know, I actually want Wilson to do well. So do what I do as well. I think it's so good for the league, and and that division could have four really good quarterbacks in it. Then, yeah. So. What the which division? East. AFC East. Mac Jones is good course. Oh yeah, no. Well, I bring Tom Brady back soon, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. my, my mate, Matt was trying to start for uh, trying to ask for Malik Cunningham to start ahead of Bailey Zapp, Bailey Zapp and uh, Mac Jones. Matt Jones might not start this week. No, I don't think he will. Who's who are they against? Who are the Patriots against? New Orleans Saints. Hence, why in, in my other fantasy league I picked up the Saints defense because they're going to be shit. Good job. Good job. <laughs> uh, I've gone with a Broncos win. I've gone fourteen seventeen. Um, I think whilst Wilson's, I I've just realised Wilson. Yeah, with those two Wilsons. <laughs> Wilson. uh, well, whilst Brees Hall is fully fit now. And the Broncos are. Oh, they a... took him off snap count. Yes. Yeah, they're Thank go. the Lord, because I wanted him to do something for fantasy. My God, he's been yeah. terrible. I've had. Um, who was it? I got lucky and picked um, in one of my other leagues. Devin Achan was still on waivers, like just hanging about. And I was like, all right, bet. Same <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. I think the Broncos will just edge it over the Jets. I think Wilson's Russ, uh, Russ is going to be fine. Zach's going to look better than previous weeks. They're building his confidence back up. I don't think he's going to throw any picks. I don't think there'll be any picks in this game. That's my bold prediction. Okay. I reckon Russ gets picked twice. Clean yeah, cut. I can see him throwing one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was gonna, okay. if there, if there is a pick, it'll be the Broncos. But I think the Jets will be clean cut. Zach will be. Fine, hey, but you think throw. Broncos win? Yeah, I still think Broncos win, though. Um, okay. yeah, okay, um, fair. Quick note before we move on Aaron Rodgers walking around in an ankle strap after that's two, two and a half, three weeks of, two and a, yeah, uh, well, yeah, three weeks. Thinking of about as well, I think. So I was like, okay, okay, yeah. So I saw an interview with him on Pat McAfee show and he said he's, he's looking to come back that's much faster. Which that is outrageous, yeah. Absolute. That's a modern day sport, like medical. He's 38 years old. I'm 33, and if I get up the wrong way, I'm <laughs> fucked for weeks. 
Right, okay, we're going to the Texans at the Falcons. So, a team that just uh, caused issues for the Jags and then a team that made absolutely no issue for the Jags. So, I... In fact, let me just read out Scott's scores for the games we predicted so far. So, Scott, who's not here, said Bengals 17 at 16. Uh, He said Jets 20, uh, 17 into the Broncos. And this game, he's put... 24-21 24-21 Texans. Now, yeah, I can't see the Falcons getting any more than 10 points. Uh, I I just think this could be an absolute mauling. And I'm going to go 34-10. Jesus. The, te- the Texans have been absolutely flowing. The only issue they actually fall upon is when they, the, the players look tired because on the field too often. Mm. That is true. I don't think, I don't think he's looked like a... But I think it's not come across any adversity yet, like any like games where he's had to like dig deep. I think it's all just come naturally to him so far. So who the, the um, pushover? Who for Stroud? Yeah. What are you saying, Rob? I think I think what you said there is bang on. I think there could be a week where the passing game still because obviously against us a few weeks ago, the run game never really got to go, but they destroyed it with the pass. So maybe if it goes the other way and the pass doesn't work. How does the team rebound and can they get that yeah. running game going off? Damian Pierce was class for them last year. Um, but I agree with you. I can't see the after this weekend, I can't see the Falcons score any more than 10. So I'm going to go 28 10 Texans. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The Falcons have been a pushover on both sides of the ball. I uh, just, yeah. And they've got just, a good D line on paper as well. They've got a really good yeah. D line, but it's just very underwhelming. Uh, I think it's going to be 20 seconds. Go on. Go on. Mate. Go on. I was going to say it's twenty. I think twenty-seven seventeen in favor of Houston. Um, I think Ridder's going to look better than what he did last week. I don't think that's hard. Uh, Bijan's going to score a touchdown, please. Um, Stroud's going to pass for three hundred yards again. The Texans going to look legit, but you've also got to factor in that the NFL's kind of screwed Atlanta in not giving them the bye week because mm. they usually give. The team that just, I think they've been done once before, and that was when the Jags went back and played the week after. I think every other team's had a bye previously. Yeah. For the first years so, of I think I may be wrong. Ridder will not look any better because he's played against a defense who isn't hasn't let up yet. And I think he's, he's getting bent at half time this week. Uh, I, honestly, half time will be a, a be a bonus. I, I, I think Taylor Hines will run that ship, I think, for a while. Yeah. I can see it. Uh, Bijan, if if it is the quarterback the whole game, Bijan won't get near the near the, f- the ten yard line. Um, QB two in Atlanta, Taylor Heineke, which is sound. Yeah, which is, and he can play a little bit, but it, it'd be, I think it'd be quite refreshing. He can throw the ball. But I think Ridder can't even do that at the moment. But so I was saying before, the reason why the, the Falcons D line looks terrible is because they're always on the field. These boys may be explosive, yeah, and, they, and they're on the field all the time. They're just knackered. Grady Jarrett's meant to be a top five D tackle, but, yeah, but yeah, he will, probably will be. You, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. He's, if he can, he does perform like top five D tackle. But if he gets gas, the five minutes of the game, and then he's like, "Come on, give me a break." Yeah. <laughs> but right, what was the? What, what have you scored? Have you, you said, "Oh, you said 26-17. I said twenty-seven seventeen. Okay. Brian Tannehill or Kirk Cousins in a Falcons jersey? No, no, no. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't take that for next year. 
Oh, I'd take that now, but why would they ever move, to, move there? Mm. Who? Tan- Tannehill for... Why would Tannehill move there? The, the, t- t- the Titans aren't any worse than the Falcons. Quarterback one. I mean... He's quarterback one there. If you was to take Falcons... I'd take the Falcons over the Titans situation right now. Falcons have got uh, run game, Bijan, Cordarel, Patterson, Tyler Algier, uh, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Arthur Smith. Uh, they can draft a wide receiver next year. They've got a great O-line, even though it didn't perform in London. I mean, pass pro, it's horrid, but run protection, it's fine. If they get a quarterback, then the defence gets on the field and they look better. Plus, is Tannehill out of contract at the end of this year? And Titans uh, already two QBs sat there waiting to go. So he's not going to resign. I was going to say, they've got Will Levis and Malik, uh, Malik Willis. So. so They're going down that route eventually, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they need. So I think, yeah, that could be a good show, actually, because Tannehill can manage a game. With a few wild moments, yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, definitely not Kirk Cousins, though. He's going to go somewhere else. Um, okay, we'll move on to the Cowboys Niners game, which could be a very defensive game. Uh, well, not could be, probably will be. Uh, but the Cowboys always have a hiccup game. I think when they play McCaffrey, they always mm-hmm. end up just dominating. Still, even though they've got a good run defense. So, however. Brock Purdy has looked immaculate. He, he still hasn't had a game where you thought, oh, there's, there's that, there's that last pick of the draft player. You haven't had that, play, you haven't had that, that game yet. I think he was never meant the... to. <clears throat> no. He was never meant to be the last pick. Okay, that's that's fair, but still, you'd still expect someone to have issues. There's been no issues. How many games? Like fourteen games in the one they've won now. Uh, I believe so. This year is won Something like the that. first four. Um, last week he was twenty of twenty-one, two hundred eighty-three yards and a touchdown. It's fucking But but the Cowboys' defense is a different animal. Mm. So it would be good to see how. Trent Williams versus Michael Parsons would be a good matchup. Yes, yeah, that'd be. A good, I actually probably will watch that for one for one to see what that's like because them two yeah. are elite positions. And Michael yeah, Parsons yeah. probably. Defensive player of the year candidate already. Yeah. If you're if you're a neutral, this is the game to watch this week. He did tweak his knee though uh, during the uh, the Patriots game. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. I was concerned about that. Yeah, yeah, he should be okay. Though. Oh, Deron Bland for player of the week. Oh, yeah. Two, yeah, two sacks, uh, two pick sixes, uh, two picks. Yeah. Sorry, three picks. Is it three picks? I thought it was two picks. They definitely got a pick six. In one of them, and he may have got four ball recovery, but oh. yeah, this is this could be the NFC Championship game, which is a yes. scary thought because Cowboys fans. But anyway, Scott Scott's gone with 10 21. That's, That's insulting to the Cowboys. That. Yeah, I don't think it'll be anywhere near that wide. Um, but it could be because the Cowboys have shit the bed already this season. That's so, true, and it was against Cardinals, but I, I'm gonna go. 17-14, Cowboys. Just, just edging out. That's Brock's first loss in his career. Well, at home as well. Yeah. If it's going to be anyone, it's going to be that defense. So, I'm just saying it. I'm just. It, it might. It might not happen. But I'm. I'm, going, I'm putting my. Yeah, I agree. I agree with what you said. I think there's going to be nothing in it. I think there could be a field goal in this or. A team's up three late and there's a late a late drive. Um, yeah, I think I think they are probably gonna. I think both coaches are, are smart enough to, to to not smart out the other DCs, but 
find a way of like scheming up against them. So I think Shanahan will have an idea against that that pass rush and and probably the secondary because they play at a elite standard. Obviously, the other way around, I think, because we're Mike McCarthy. Because um, they, the 49ers get around the ball when they've got so much money on that D line, it's frightening. Um, yeah, but yeah I, I can't surpass the 49ers if I'm honest. I think Brock Purdy's unbeaten run continues. I'm going to go 24 21 49ers. Uh, I'm going to go 24 28 Niners. Um, as you said, uh, it was going to be like up by three late, and Niners score a late touchdown to win it. Cowboys can't come back from it. It, like I said, it's going to be a chess match and it's going to be a strategical chess match that could possibly be a playoff game, maybe the NFC Championship game this year. Yeah. It, I, I, by the way, I don't want Brock Purdy to fail. I actually want to, even even a Seahawks fan, I want him to do really well because it's it's actually quite good to see someone just say, fuck it. I know what happened to Brady. I know what happened there, but let's just see it happen again. Eh? Um, okay. You got the Packers at the Raiders. What a what a Monday night football this is going to be! Yeah. So Scott, our other co-host on this podcast, who's in America at the moment, is a Raiders fan, and the Raiders are a disgrace. Yeah. So, uh, he's he's put Packers winning thirty twenty four. Aiden O'Connell looked all right. When he did turn it over, that play at the end of the game was just so like, I know which read to go to, I'm just going to throw it out. That's what it yeah. felt like to me. Yeah. And, it, and it cost me some fantasy points because it was going to go to Devontae Adams. And oh. I could have gone more in my game. So, yeah. yeah not Do we believe the Devontae Adams rumors? Well, he's yeah, he, he wants to be in Las Vegas. He wants this to game could sum this up, I think. Against the Packers this week, if it goes wrong, I think this could sum it up and he could be a bit stroppy, I think. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it wouldn't be the first uh, wide receiver to want out of the Raiders organization, but he is I, against I, his I think, I think he'll go. Mm. Yeah, I hope so. Like, I don't think he'll be there by the end of the year. Crying shame to see such talent wasted. Does Josh McDaniels go if it doesn't go? If they go one and five, one and six, does yes. he? I, I, yes. I think he's gone before Devontae Adams, really. If they're not, he care. should have been gone last year. I, I don't see what he brings to, as a head coach. I really don't. He, yeah, I think he's, he's a glorified OC for me. I can't see him. Really. If that. Yeah, if that. <laughs> if that. If that. He's, he's garbage. But you know what? I'll, I, I'd like to see Jordan Love. Um, he's been a surprise this year. I know Scott thought he'd be good anyway this year, but um, I, I, I wasn't sold. I, I just didn't know enough about him to, to say yes or no. Uh, I think he's proved a lot of people not wrong, but he's proved to a lot of people that he can, he can come back from from deficits. He can, he's got strong mentality. He can lead the team. So, be good for him to go and get a blowout win, which I think what? it will be. So you're saying thirty-four be... ten? Oh my god, that's <laughs> absolutely. I'm going big boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Raiders bad. have got something on defense, and obviously not a lot, but they've got a, they've got a little bit, in my opinion. I think they've got something there, but it's going to be hard to keep up, though. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I'm going to bank this. I was jumping. I'll jump in. Sorry, Robson. Yeah, I'm going to say 33-21 in favor of the Packers. No, you can't bank it. Why? Eleven point win. Scott's got an eleven point win. Yeah, he's getting told I can't up either. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, I'll bank. Uh, 
And he banked the Niners in that game. He had an 11 point win for the Niners. Um, oh, if I can't bank that, then I'm, I'll retro it in a minute once I've done all the scores. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now it's the big game. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, no, yes. Yeah, sorry, I didn't get me in. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was looking at the stats for the Packers, but I, for me, to keep it short and sweet, I'm going to go 30 to 14 Packers. I, I can't see the Raiders doing Dilly squat. Perfect. Sorry, mate. I didn't know. As always, the Raiders are terrible. I jumped in quick. You did. Right. Big, big game. Big, big game. Now, this this could be one of the most exciting Jaguars games in London. Maybe the the one. Maybe the most excited. Um, Okay. I'm going to let you talk first because you know more about this. So, go ahead and we'll we'll pick apart. Firstly, I think we've dodged a bullet by not playing in Buffalo in this one. Um, it's, a, it's a Buffalo Bills home game. So to play over here in a, I'll say neutral loosely, because I think the Bills do travel quite well over here. They've got a, a good fan base in the UK. I think we've got away with that one firstly, because as we all know, the Jags can jag, as we say. Um, and we've done really well this weekend, just gone, and then we could end up flopping it here. So um, it's just stopping Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. So I think three touchdowns at the weekend. Allen is throwing piss missiles everywhere. He looks unreal. Uh, yeah. Playing at the wrong time, especially after that first week, uh, I thought, ah, oh, okay, might not know what that is. And now he's, the last two weeks, he's looked sensational. Um, he took apart a Dolphins defence, which is really, really good uh, last week. Um, it's all down to whether, if we could run the ball effectively, I think we're okay, but we do get in our own heads. We, I think you guys will notice at the weekend, if it doesn't go right straight away with a certain strategy, we just pass the ball all the time. And our, yeah. our, our, our pass pro is proper stinky. Uh, if <laughs> But we've got Cam Robertson back off his suspension, so he'll, he'll go in and our tackle will go into guard. That'll bolster it up because their D-line's solid. Um, my head's saying the Bills are probably dominant, my heart's saying Jags. So for the sake of it being a, an NFL general podcast, I'm going to go with my head. Uh, for me, I think the Bills will be too strong for us. Um, I think some injuries in certain positions will kill us, and I think their star power is a bit more explosive than ours in terms of Diggs, um, Allen the D line, the secondary and and the yeah. linebacker core. Uh, but I keep I think we'll keep it close. I I'm going twenty four twenty Bills on the day. But I think it'd be I, a, I, I think it'd be a great game to watch. Really good advert. With a neutral, yeah, absolutely. I, I think you've nailed it. I think you're playing it at the wrong time. Um I, I actually like the Jags. I think there's yeah. I think there's a lot of positives like the Jags. But I, I do think you are playing at the wrong time. I think they are they are flying high at the moment and I mean, last week they were yeah, yeah. hot. So, uh, I I think I do I do actually think though, if you if you can get a good press mm-hmm. on the line, you could you could cause problems because Allen has shown signs of his inaccuracy again this year when he's been pu- pushing the uh, in the pocket. Mm-hmm. So if you can get to him fast, it's not a not a foregone conclusion. So, ugh, I'm I'm gonna go Bill still though. I think, yeah. I'm going to go 17 21. Bills win. Just. They've got a pretty basic passing offense, in my opinion. Alan does do a lot of the work, I think. Yeah. I, I think you are right there. I think, I think this could be a weekend where we, we blitz quite heavy. We don't really blitz a lot. I think it could be a week where we're sending quite a lot of blitz pressures to try I think, and. I think you need to. Quick. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. More ways yeah. to just throw a 90 yard bomb to Diggs and just be stood there waiting for it. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, they don't have a wide receiver. Uh, aside from Diggs, and 
Gabe Davis had two weeks now, and that's it. That's all he's done. He had two weeks now, touchdown, that's all he's done. You need the most elite of elite quarterbacks to to prevent Josh Allen from getting his target if you're not putting the pressure on him up Mm -hmm. top. Speaking of cornerbacks, uh, Tredavis White down. Yeah. Uh, Von Miller. Yeah, it's bad. uh, Von Miller is also travelling to London. Uh, that was announced yeah, yeah. just as the podcast started. So you could have waited. You could have waited for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, about that. <laughs> Sorry to ruin your night. Uh, <laughs> <the> recording. <laughs> um, it's going to be a great, as you say, it's going to be a great game for the neutral. Um, yes. Is this the Sky game this week? Because I know Ooh. that the BBC have won. And ITV no, 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 it was ITV at the weekend just gone. Yeah, so, I don't know. It could be BBC. So we, I, have, I usually have a look at the Sky game. I probably watch it on Disney Plus in the uh, Toy Story version. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. Was it? I didn't see. I... It was. It, it, was like, it was clunky. Only like three or four clips the Jags media used. Obviously, it was the ones that that worked for us, but they it did, overall it looked like a really bad a bad service. I think. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I messaged my mom and said, "Oh, throw it on for that one." He like. Time. <laughs> uh, this week isn't on uh, Sky, but they have picked the Giants at Dolphins for the early game oh, and the Eagles at Rams for the late game. That'd be all right. uh, it is Ravens at Titans that is on Sky, so it'll be the BBC game this week. Okay, okay. Well, um, I mean, it's not too bad. Uh, Sky coverage is shit anyway, so... Yeah, correct. Tell them something I don't know. Amen. One person ruins it. Uh, 27-34 in favour of the Bills. Um, It's going to be high scoring, I think. The Bills are just on a tear. They're white hot. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. That connection has never been better. Um, Lawrence and Ridley, they're going to be connecting. The Jags haven't had to travel. The Bills have had to come over from Buffalo. Uh, whether that favours the Jags same way that it favours the Texans in the Atlanta game, who knows? Um, <laughs> obviously, jet lag legs, jet like plane legs, bus legs will call the way one. But uh, I think the Jags maybe get out early. Uh, the Bills will find their feet later on in the game. Uh, it probably come down to the final drive, who has the ball last. And I think the Jags will have it last, but they it'll be like a 60-yard Hail Mary attempt that won't land, I, I, I will say, I will say, as you said about the atmosphere, it is like a home game now. And I do think the tailgating has a lot to do with it because obviously the fans can get loaded up on alcohol before the game and they can go in there and there's flags in each seat and it it, it does feel like you're going to a Jaguars home game rather than um, just nothing. So, yeah. Um, can I ask, did you get a flag? No. Because we were oh. back row, we we were back row on the first tier, ground tier. Oh, and, you had those seats, and they were great seats. They were literally the best seats. No one, no one behind us. You can see the whole thing still. It's unbelievable. We thought it was the, one of the worst seats in the. No, they were Wembley. incredible, incredible. We hated but, it. But people them. in front of come and taking all of our flags. Ah, oh. yeah, it was infuriating, devastating. Uh, so I know well, that Tom had some, but I don't know if he was lying or telling the truth. No, I think he did get you one. Oh, what a legend. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that wraps us up. And Rob, I do wish you all the best of luck this weekend. I do want you to win. And also, I hope you had a great time. Uh, it sounds like you've had a, a bit of a busy period right now with your, with your little one. So you and your partner enjoy yourselves, have fun. And, uh, Congratulations. 
the end questions again. And thank you very much for coming on the podcast, taking your time out to speak to us. And yeah, good luck this weekend, mate. Where, where can we find you? Uh, so yeah, we, yeah we, so we've got a Facebook and a Twitter. I run the Twitter side at Jaguars GB um, or Jags Across the Pond podcast, or you can find us on Facebook at Jaguars Across the Pond as well. So. Amazing. Brilliant. Well, and obviously your podcast. Is that on Spotify? Is that on? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, any streaming platform, but yeah, mostly Spotify will tend to go to, yeah, but any streaming platform possible. Fantastic, mate. Thank you very much. Well, for everybody else, enjoy football and catch you next time. Yeah. Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.